Welcome everyone to the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther. I'm a real estate agent and with me today I have... Chris Clark, buyer's agent. Chris, how's your day been and how's the Christmas preparations going? Uh, day has been busy already. Uh, we're already out making, uh, getting an offer out the door. We had two closed this week. Um, and Christmas, look, it's fast approaching. Uh, not yet got any presents for anyone as of yet. You beat me to the punch there. I was going to say, have you got your kids' presents or anyone presents? Not as of yet, but I'm sure you've got your missus something. I certainly have got something. No, I have in, not. In mind, in, in mind. In mind, thank you. I'm planning it. It's not uh, mine, yeah, but something if, in mind. Um, so today, talking about Christmas, uh, buying before Christmas. Uh, so Chris and I were having a bit of a conversation, and Chris has faced with a lot of clients coming to him, or potential clients, about buying before Christmas. Chris, do you want to sort of lead this away? Yes, yeah, I think we know typically you think about each year, Christmas is a, a regular occurrence. Uh, and we do find that end of October, you know, during November, the whole range of buyers who've actually been looking for three months, maybe longer, six months, all of a sudden look at the calendar and go, oh, gee, I need to get this done. So whether that's intentions to move into the property uh, before Christmas or whether just having that property done is almost like a present before Christmas. So we've seen a massive increase in buyers come through, which is really interesting, because I don't think we've seen the same on the vendor side. I think we saw them the vendor side maybe four weeks earlier. Is that about right, Kurt? Oh, I would probably say still, if you do look at the stats that listings are still down quite a few percentage, uh, about 7% from about a few weeks ago, I was reading from where listings were last year. I could be wrong, but something similar to that. Um, and I've noticed a lot of buyers are still asking when are the properties coming to the market, which is not the case. Okay, I agree. So a few, few points from my standpoint, if you are in that phase of looking and you, you're talking to your partner or looking at your family and saying we want to be in, a few little things I'd be looking at doing. So number one is making sure your mortgage is still approved, your, your pre-approval is in. They're typically done for a three-month duration. We've seen interest rates increasing. Um, over the over the year, which can mean the piece of paper your mortgage approval is written on is not worth the paper it's on. So in doing so, make sure it's touch base your mortgage rate and make sure you are comfortable and you are ready to go. You don't want a nasty surprise of wanting to put an offer in tomorrow on a property at an auction and then realizing you actually can't and then you miss out on the property. Secondly, I'd say there's the uh, settlement date. So if you are looking to get in before Christmas, we're about six weeks or seven weeks out, Contractually, a contract will stand and have 42 days as a settlement period. You can bring that down to 30. I wouldn't bring it any less than that, particularly with mortgages, as you want your bank to have everything lined up and approved. But really running out of time there. So you might be more looking at securing the property, but maybe a settlement date of 42 or 60 days is acceptable because then you're looking at mid-January, even into February. Kurt, can I turn this around in terms of Buyers, that mentality, they, they now have been looking, they really want to get in. I throw out the term desperate and they, and they won't be portraying this to you uh, as an agent. But when they come through a property, they do want to indicate they're interested, but they don't want to show their hand. What, what are some tips or do's or don'ts for those type of buyers now? So first thing I would start with is if you are desperate or you really want to get in before Christmas, I think the point Chris was very much making is you need everything to go to perfection for you to be able (laughs) to secure that property and be in it before Christmas. The 
Unfortunate thing is that can tend to lead when people come through open homes or are speaking to agents, they give either too much away or too little away, which is generally why I do generally recommend a buyer's agent because they're gonna be on your side and they've got experience with uh, just knowing how to negotiate. However, if you still like doing it D, D, DYI, do it, no, DIY. Do DIY. It, D, DIY, do it yourself. Acronym's not your strong suit, we've got that. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on that. Uh, when you come through a property, show, tell the agent that you've got some interest in the home, but mm. don't overplay your cards. That can be with your facial expressions, your words, even if you're at an open home and you're in another living and you're in a living room and you don't think any agents can hear you, sometimes they have two or three on a property. Trust me, agents are listening to everything. When I'm standing at an open home, I've got my phone out, taking notes. If I hear someone, I'm not noting that down. So therefore, if we know someone wants to get in before Christmas, there we can use that in negotiations to make them pay a higher price. So basically what you're indicating there is you're officially the in effect, the CIA, FBI, you've got bugs and tracking devices around. Maybe not so much. Um, well, but yeah, yeah we're, 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 not, we're not recording, um, but we are, we've got our ears listening and that's yeah. what our vendors would expect. Correct, 100%, okay. In terms of when they look through the property, let's say that buyer, they've kept their mouth shut, they've, they've given you a good indication, but now it is the one for them. They, they've walked away, they are looking at you know, doing a building report, how do they go to that next phase afterwards? Again, wanting to indicate that they want the property, but not giving you a feeling of hook, line and sinker, you've got them in the palm of your hand, Kurt. Uh, I reckon a good thing is, first of all, it depends on the building and pest or the strata report. We try and already have a building and pest and strata report because it makes it easier for people just to have their make that decision. I think uh, the right questions need to be asked to the agent of how quick the vendor is wanting to move, what's their motivation, all those specific questions to give you the best indication of how likely a deal is going to be able to happen um, on the ASAP. Yep. And then also trying to work out pricing. If you come and lowball an offer, um, that's probably gonna tick the agent off, tick the vendors off, and they're less likely to be cooperative. So that's where a buyer's agent also, um, Preaching buyers agents a I lot. I appreciate this. It's basically free advertisement. Free advertisement. But they will know. <laughs> to my industry anyway. Yeah. They will know, unless someone's very experienced, where to start the offer. Um, obviously, you're wanting to get the property for as little as possible. But you need to start it at a good point where the agent's like, these guys are serious. And we can start moving that negotiation along. If you don't get that ballpark offer right first, you could completely derail the campaign. But... On that, before you even get to the number of the price, you need to make sure you're happy with all the conditions in the contract. So I'd probably say to sum that all up, if you're happy, make sure the contract is all sorted first in terms of the terms and deals. So then when you get to the pricing, it can be done nice and swiftly. And I think, thoughts? I don't think you're absolutely spot on. I think just to wrap it up, one of the things I would say is sometimes buyers feel like if they get the contract reviewed and get their solicitor sent across, that gives a really strong indication they fear to the agent looking to buy. But actually, quite often, there's multiple buyers who review a contract and actually go nowhere. Is that a fair point? Yep. Fair assumption. So this fear of, oh, if we review the contract we're showing hand, no. The, the benefit is it puts the power in your hand to so say we're reviewed, we're happy, or we're reviewed and not happy. To move things on, that's the, I think that's a good little, good little uh, advice rap. on that one. Uh, we move to the three quick cues. So this is where we play a little game of questions 
between Kurt and myself. One word answers, but what's the one rule we have, Kurt? Uh, you can't explain your answer. Um, you just have to accept it. And the thing about this is we have not teed each other up on the question. So generally the first question will be on a hot topic. The next question will be about property. And the third question is absolutely whatever you like. And I've got a balls hair for Chris for our third question today. Well, if that's the way it's going to be, let me start first. I'm getting into <laughs> hot and spicy. Um, so my first question to you, like I said, one word, no, no chance to defend. As an agent at the moment, the current market, what is one word you do use to describe your pipeline? Thinnish. Finish or thinnish? Thinnish with a TH. All right, thinnish. Well, your turn. Ah, okay, here's my question. The best time to approach a buyer's agent is it before or after Christmas? Before. There we go. Back on to you. One, what, what is one word you'd use to describe a buyer when they turn up to an open house at the completion time or maybe one minute after and they just want to look through? What's one word you'd use to describe them in your own mind? Painful. Mm, nice. Good save. Good save. Uh, the explanation, I would love to do that. Uh, number two, what's the worst thing you have seen as a buyer's agent in a property? Oh, so many would come to mind. Um, short answer, feces. <laughs> oh. Oh. You asked, you received. <laughs> All right, a bit lighter for me on my side, coming back to you. Quick one, sunrise, sunset. Sunrise. Okay. Sunrise. Uh, hot and spicy one for me at the end. Oh, Look. Who was the favourite child? Jesus. <laughs> I think I passed that one. That is. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have that one. Uh, I thought that would be juicy, but you've managed to uh, get around it well. I've done the best I can. Done the best. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, that's going to wrap up today's uh, podcast. Please hopefully like, share, subscribe. We appreciate everyone um, each week coming along. Uh, as we always say, our advice is general in nature, so do seek professional assistance or help when making these life-changing decisions. But we hope this has been useful and we look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, see you next week, guys. Enjoy. You gotta turn it off, Kurt. It's your turn. <laughs>